0: welcome christian israel pastor eli james here this is Eurofolk radio and today is june 3rd 2023 and this is the restoration hour and i will be continuing on the subject of the dangers of 5g electromagnetic radiation uh, and the ongoing ramp up of all this radiation that's making us sick and a connection to the Gates jab, and how 5G will be used to activate the payload that's been injected into people over the last two or three years. So this is going to be a very serious situation for many of you people that you know who have gotten a jab and have been able to withstand it so far. They may have trouble withstanding it after 5G goes into operation in their neighborhoods so it's important that you warn them warn them all that this may happen so and everything else that we've been predicting about emf and 5g and all this other kind of dangerous radiation has come true everything that we expected about it is happening and so let me just put the uh website here in the chat room here. And I have a second article just in case we run out of time that uh, I have the, uh, okay, so what not posting. Hold on. Give me a second. But I do have a printed copy of that article. And uh, so we can uh, go to that if necessary, but there's a lot of really good work. Um, Being done. Yes, uh, I just turned on, uh, the, uh, live stream on Telegram, Lily. So, uh, okay, very good. And so we're also on Telegram again. So now that I've got my new computer and it's working well, I'll be uh, double streaming, you know, from on Telegram and on Eurofolk Radio for the foreseeable future, (laughs) unless something else goes wrong with my setup here. But in any case, uh, the, the link that I just put in the chat room, let me see if I can also put it into the Telegram chat room real quick. And so people can follow along there as well. Okay, very good. So we've got all that accomplished. So let's get into it. And here is what the article is called. It's the unseen dangers of EMF from 5G. And the author just calls himself J.R., but he looks like a very knowledgeable person about this subject. You already have an idea by now that cell towers are hazards to your health. Yes, they sure are. Yeah, I'm thinking of getting one of those chainsaws that cuts through metal. (laughs) You might have to do an arc welder, a portable arc welder. How about that? These things produce radio frequencies used by your mobile phones, smartphones, and tablet computers, to keep you connected twenty four seven, and that in itself is a bad thing you really need uh, to put your cell phones far from you if you leave them overnight on by your bedstead the closer to your head the worse it is so you need to move them away if you get an emergency call in the middle of the night it's you know you can get up and walk across the room to a uh, dresser at the foot of your bed as opposed to having these uh, devices right by your head. And also I've been warning people about dirty electricity. Anything that's plugged in to the wall socket on either side of your bed, especially if it's near your head, needs to be unplugged and put that stuff on the other side of the room because dirty electricity can be just as bad for you as EMF coming from devices. So let's see what he says here. While well, it was discovered that these things emit a low amount of electromagnetic field, EMF, and radio frequency radiation, cell towers and every device you use that relies on radio frequency can in some ways impact your health. The advent of 5G wireless technology poses an even greater threat to your health. This technology distances itself from other generations as it would be utilizing a new form of delivering your data, text messages, And calls, okay, so it's not it's not just the fact that it's going to be more convenient and quicker and, you know, give you more downloadability and all that kind of stuff for your cell phone. People are having their cell phones in their hands all day long next to their faces, and they're getting irradiated constantly in this position. And that is really bad for your health, so you need to keep your distance from your cell phone as much as possible. The advent of 5G wireless technology poses an even greater threat to your health. This technology distances itself, etc. This article will look into how 5G is expected to cause significant issues to your health. Okay, what is 5G? All companies in the field of mobile technology are embracing 5G. I'm sure the Rothschilds have assured that they will uh, be paid... Whether it's profitable or not. Okay. Uh, okay. No sound in uh, in Telegram. Okay. Uh, all right. So I think I had an issue with my, it should be broadcasting. If it's broadcasting on Eurofolk Radio, it should also be broadcasting on Telegram. So let me check it real quick. And the signal testing one, two, three. Okay. Testing one, two, three. So, oh, here we go. Sorry, my fault. I failed to unmute myself. So I am live now. Thank you, Lily, for pointing that out. This, uh, that my checklist for going live on two platforms simultaneously has, uh, I, did, I left that at home. I didn't bring it with me. So we should be live on Telegram as well. So what is 5G? All companies in the field of mobile technology are embracing 5G. The technology promises a better and faster experience compared to its predecessors. 5G is literally a shortcut for the fifth generation of cellular technology. The evolution of mobile service technology started with the advent of analog cellular phones, and providers are what we now call as first generation 1G. I don't even remember when it was called 1G, 2G, or 3G. I just remember 4G. The technology tried to improve itself with the birth of 2G, or the generation that has GSM, CDMA, and TDMA under its umbrella, whatever those things stand for. Evo, HSDPA, and UMTS were all introduced in the third generation of the wireless telephoning technology, and I have no idea what those those, uh, abbreviations stand for. This generation significantly delivered faster speeds and introduced the world to the concept of a much acceptable form of browsing the Internet while on the go. Yeah, like when you're sitting in the uh, railroad train or the subway and possibly even sent out to some extent today in an airplane. For the fourth generation, technology companies and cellular service providers teamed up to address issues experienced in the third version of the technology. 4G was the realization of fiber internet-like connection and paved the way for the birth of the mobile app culture. Now, the fiber fiber optics is a perfectly safe form of accessing the internet. It is a hard cable, an ethernet cable, plugs into your modem. You can turn the Wi-Fi on your modem off, so you're only using the ethernet cable and thereby, if you have your modem right close to your bed, it won't be irradiating you while you're sleeping. The fifth generation of mobile telecommunicating builds up on the advances achieved by its fourth version. 4G brought in faster speed unimagined during the time of wireless technology's initial, second, and third generations. Now, this is actually more true in Europe because, and other parts of the world where hardline or landline phones weren't that common and uh, the cell phone technology was bought up in europe very very fast and they actually were ahead of america in that area because they didn't have that many landlines so uh, landline is good if you can afford it to keep your landline Mm -hmm. you may need it 5g on the other hand promises not only a much faster mobile internet speed it also brings to the table promises of lower latency or being more responsive and the ability to host more devices all at the same time as if we need to, Oh, I need to do more multitasking. I'm not multitasking enough. <laughs> okay. So it's, it's hard enough. I'm a perfect example of, uh, you know, how this wireless technology can be utilized for optimum effect, but at a cost of our physical health. There's simply no doubt about that. So let's continue with the article. Technically, 5G uses a new technology different from that of 4G. The new radio system used in this generation is called 5G-NR and is not compatible with the bands used in a 4G network or a 4G-capable mobile device. So it's a completely different technology requiring more towers closer together As I understand it, they have to be like 100 meters apart for optimal use, for optimal uh, um, display, etc. In terms of how it emits electromagnetic field radiation, there is really a big difference between 5G and its former versions. The fifth generation of wireless technology makes use of higher radio frequency waves compared to previous generations. 5G makes use of the 24 to 90 gigahertz frequency range. This is frequency is already considered as ultra-high frequency and ultra-high in intensity. I mean, we're talking about microwaves here, folks. This is dangerous stuff. The closer you are to it, the more dangerous it is. To paint a clearer picture of how much EF, EMF is emitted by this technology. 5G is capable of producing up to 90 billion electromagnetic waves. What, at a time? For for each cell tower? That that's a statement that needs to be clarified. The amount of radiation coming from the fifth generation of mobile technology is significantly higher than that naturally present in the environment. Okay, so I recently had to buy a new cell phone because my old one is dying, and but it's still not five G. I don't think the five G network is is available yet uh, in anywhere that I know of, uh, close to where I live, and so it's not. It's not doing what, uh, you know, these dangerous things yet. But if you're living in an area that has been already set up for 5G, then you are probably getting this very dangerous radiation, whether you want it or not. And uh, the only good thing about it is that its range is very short, like 100 meters per cell tower. So that, uh, but then once it is installed near you, you you're in considerable danger. Next heading. But low EMF emitting things are safe, right? No. As previously stated, 5G is an ultra-high frequency and ultra-high intensity technology. This makes it more a threat than previous generations of this technology. Providers in the U.S. disclose that they are experimenting the use of millimeter waves, MMW, to deploy 5G across the country. The use of MMW is concerning, given that it is more advanced than what was used in prior versions. Millimeter Waves is capable of containing more data over short distances. It is also capable of permeating through walls and various forages, making it more stable and reliable compared to what was offered during the third and fourth generations of this technology. So it's going to melt your walls, too. It's like a uh, Superman <laughs> with kryptonite, right? It's kryptonite for humans. Studies have yet to look at, on the effects of millimeter waves on human health, but it was determined that the target of this radiation is your skin and your cornea. Oh, that doesn't sound good. Your cornea, eh? Oh, you, you want to go blind? <laughs> Are you ready to go blind, folks? Are you ready to fight this technology? It looks like we're going to have to start fighting it because there's already talk of uh, at our meeting today in Branson. We were talking about how certain 5G towers have been uh, brought down to the ground by certain people whom I can't name. Not that I even know them, but I can't name them. <laughs> right. Okay millimeter waves also seem to cause thermal heating. Oh, that's good. It'll heat your body up. It's not it's not hot enough down here. I've been driving through 90 degree a 90 degree heat wave between uh Illinois and Harrison. Experts made this conclusion based on the facts that the waves are capable of producing thermal or heating effects when it is above 5 to 10 Meter waves per centimeter square, milliwatts, I think that's what it is, milliwatts per centimeter square. This is microwave radiation, folks. You are being microwaved. And, you know, my wife and I, we bought a a microwave many, many years ago. Uh, This was back in the 70s. And I determined that it was too dangerous to use. And I said, darling, I'm not using this microwave anymore. If you, if you decide to use it, do it, do so at your own risk. And so at that point, she never used it again except for popcorn. Okay. So my wife and daughters use it for making popcorn. And that's about it. A lot of people use a microwave to reheat their coffee or heat water or do cooking. And I suggest you do none of that. Just throw it out, throw it out. Throw your microwave out. It's it's not worth it. Studies on the impact of millimeter waves on human health found that it could cause drastic changes in metabolism, growth, and morphology of cells. Oh, cancer. All right, cancer. It is also discovered to include free radicals production and cause damage to your DNA. Can it get any worse? Oh, yeah, that's all we need is damage to our DNA. But, of course, that's what the jab is doing to our DNA. And the 5G cell towers can activate, uh, I, that is, deploy the uh, payload that uh, Dr. Buttar was talking about in last night's presentation on Yahweh's Covenant People. And that, uh, that should be up on uh, Eurofolk Radio already. In the download section under Yahweh's Covenant People, you really need to listen to that and you need to to watch the videos on uh, this subject that are on the front page of Eurofolk Radio. Very important information on how 5G is going to trigger an even worse health crisis than we have already. And Dr. Buttar was getting ready to issue a public statement in person in St. Louis, Missouri, But that event was canceled. I'm not sure it was due to his death. But that event was canceled where he's going to announce to the world the dangers of this payload uh, operating 5G, which is something that cannot be good. It cannot be good at all, and it will damage your DNA. This generation of mobile communication technology also requires a greater number of cell towers compared to 3G and 4G. The larger number of cell towers equates to more people subjected to EMF and radio frequency radiation. I almost said urination. It's probably going to cause more frequent urination too, because your body is going to have to reject all kinds of dead cells. It's going to subject your liver and kidneys and other, uh, you know, cleansing organs in your body to constant stress. It has long been established that constant prolonged exposure to this kind of pollution will do harm to your health. There are even various studies that looked on the link between EMF exposure and some not so serious and chronic health issues. Cancer, blood pressure levels and pregnancy were among those significantly impacted by exposure to electromagnetic field radiation. And of course, The female reproductive system is very, very delicate, and a lot of women wear their cell phones in their back pocket, right near their ovaries. So, uh, whatever back pocket you favor, it is killing that ovary, and you're not likely to have children, especially if you have two cell phones and carry one in each pocket. So, folks, this is getting more and more serious all the time. Mainstream media is not warning the people. And, of course, mainstream media is keeping people in the dark, which I guess is mainstream media's job these days. How you can protect yourself. EMF is all around today. The concern raised by people who are afraid on how this pollution, might and that is it, that's what it is. It's electrosmog. Electrosmog is the best term. Dr. Havas, is a, she's the one who invented that term, I believe. And anyway, she has popularized that term because that's what this is. It is electrosmog. With technology evolving to greater heights and more dangerous heights, Electromagnetic field shielding experts are also creating new ways to protect yourself from hazards associated with exposure to EMF. Oh, how about a tinfoil hat? Maybe your tinfoil hat will at least protect your head when you're sleeping, right? A Faraday cage. A lot of people I know who are EMF sensitive have purchased Faraday cages. It's like a, a net, like a mosquito net over your bed. To reduce the radiation, it almost reduces it to 100%. And I've been uh, telling people how to get the, uh, the Faraday cage for their smart meter. And this Faraday cage for your smart meter will reduce the radiation almost 100%, up to 99% uh, protection. But you know, there's there has to come a point where this rollout has to end because it's illegal to put all this dangerous radiation without people's consent, without having them any, without public meetings to discuss the dangers, et cetera, et cetera. But this is what happened to California. When in California they started protesting against the smart meter rollout, the the Rothschilds started using uh, radio frequency energy weapons to melt their car engines, melt their hubcaps, and s- set the uh, surrounding. Uh, neighborhood on fire without setting the trees on fire next to the automobiles whose hubcaps melted and and things like that. So the if you are in a neighborhood that is trying to resist the 5G rollout and the uh, electro smog, you have to be very very careful and be prepared to fight back. Continuing. Okay. He says here, turn on your smart devices airplane mode that's interesting your smartphone produces electromagnetic magnetic field radiation even when it is idle the best for you to get rid of the extra amount of emf is to activate your device's airplane mode okay i've never heard that before that's very interesting and so i guess uh before you turn it on that uh you can If you're answering a phone, you can uh, turn your regular uh, mode on and eliminate the the airplane mode to access your data. Let's let's continue. This feature is common among many devices nowadays. A smartphone under this mode turns off your device's connection to your provider's cell tower, its Wi-Fi modem, Bluetooth radiation, and all other features that are capable of producing radio frequency pollution. Okay, well, then how do you answer the phone, or or don't you? You just wait until you turn it back on to regular mode, I guess. Spend less time on your smartphone or any other gadget. Okay, I guess that's what he's advising. Know where the 5G towers are. Okay, how do we recognize, what's the difference between a 5G tower and a regular tower? You might already be tired of hearing this not only from EMF shielding experts, but also from people around you. However, they have some right over their constant bugging. Devices connected to the Internet 24-7 produces EMF all day and all night you spend less time browsing social media platforms or playing online games. And this can reduce the amount of EMF you're able to absorb. But I I can tell you from personal experience, just walking around and looking at people out in public, they have their heads buried in their cell phones and the number of uh, people increasing uh, is increasing rapidly who are doing this. I think I reported two years ago That at a bus stop in Chicago on North Avenue, no, Fullerton Avenue, out of about eight people waiting for the bus, six of them had their heads buried in their cell phones, and two were just standing there waiting for the bus. I'm sure that ratio has increased since then, especially in younger people. Okay, also you can invest in appliances and electronic items that make less EMF. Uh, Anything that's called smart (laughs) is, in fact, stupid for your health. Modern devices, gadgets, and appliances do integrate with them the ability to emit less EMF. Oh, that's interesting. Household appliances are the best example of the trend in lowering their EMF footprint. They are mostly designed and made nowadays to consume less electricity And be as simple and basic as possible to not contribute any further to the already high levels of EMF you are exposed to. So I'm assuming he's talking about in general that the modern, you know, like a refrigerator emits less EMF. But is that true of a smart refrigerator or a smart television? If it's labeled smart, it's going to be more dangerous. Use devices that ward off electromagnetic field and radio frequency radiations at home. Okay, so are they going to tell you that at the uh, store, at the Best Buy, or at Walmart, or wherever you buy a refrigerator? EMF shielding experts recommend a wide variety of choices to ward off EMF pollution coming from cell towers and other devices at your home. An EMF shielding blanket, which I already mentioned, Paint capable of reducing the amount of EMF in an area. And sticker patches are some of the things you can choose from in order to get rid of EMF in your surroundings. I'm also aware that uh, there are uh, energy-absorbing devices that uh, are are capable of reducing the amount of radiation coming off your computer. And uh, so you just have to look around online for that type of uh, material. Prepare protection now is the last section of this article. 5G might not be as widespread now compared to 4G, yet it is best to take preventive measures as early as, as you can to get rid of its consequences. The technology does does promise better experience in terms of speed, reliability, and the number of people who can take advantage of this new generation of wireless communication. And as far as I'm concerned, the less I need it, the better. But it also comes from disadvantage with disadvantages present during the lifespan of its predecessors. You might already know that radio frequency and EMF do impact your health. Constant exposure to this pollution, electrosmog was discovered to have altered biological functions, including changes in sleeping pattern and quality, heart rate variability, and the ability to reproduce among males and among females who wear their uh, smartphones in their back pockets. Cancer researchers are also continuously working to explain how EMF contributes to the growth of cancer cells. While there are several efforts to find a direct link, there is yet a definitive evidence that would suggest that EMF and other forms of radiation do cause cancer. Well, there's no doubt in my mind that they do because they negatively impact the reproductive cycle of uh, whatever you know uh, whatever molecule biomolecule you're talking about in your body whether it's blood cells muscle cells you name it nerve cells given the seriousness of how emf can impact your health it is best to act now 5g is still in trial well i'd say they're fully implementing it as fast as they can And that's part of the inflation racket. The the Rothschilds and the Federal Reserve are creating money nonstop in order to continue this 5G rollout. As I said last night, you're much worse off if you're in a big city because that's where the 5G is going to be most efficient in tightly compacted neighborhoods where a lot of people live. Uh, It's not going to be worth it to install 5G towers in the countryside. There's not enough people to irradiate. So they'll just send the shock troops to, you know, uh, they can actually send a mobile truck to aim uh, radiation at you while you're asleep and kill you that way. I think that's what they did to North Davis. Given the seriousness of how EMF can impact your health, it is best to act now. 5G is still in trial while the world is yet certain whether. Oh, man. I think he meant to say uncertain, whether tech companies will be using millimeter waves or not, it is best to reduce the amount of radiation in your surroundings, especially at home. Okay, so that is a fair warning. It's kind of tame uh, in consideration of what I was hoping to present tonight. I was trying to present an article that's available at Epoch Times epoch times fortunately i printed out a copy of this article and uh so uh, although i'm unab- unable to share it with you on the net give you a link uh, a url to open up but you can probably just go to epoch times uh, apparently you have to have an account there they only give you a limited number of uh, logins if you don't have an account but this is entitled recent case of severe microwave syndrome reveals problems with 5G. One woman's recent illness highlights the issue of only only considering radiofrequency radiation's thermal effects. It is microwave, folks. It's microwave radiation. It's going to cook you. To put it bluntly, it will cook you. Okay, Uh, can't get away. Microwave, that's what microwave radiation does. It cooks you. And this is by David Charbonneau. And dated April 29th, 2023. So a very recent article. And the article states, After a 5G base station was installed within 60 meters of her second floor apartment. A middle-aged, otherwise healthy Swedish woman developed debilitating symptoms corresponding with radiofrequency-slash-microwave syndrome. And by the way, this mimics flu, cold and fluid, and mimics COVID as well, because COVID is designed to mimic the flu. Researchers at the Environment and Cancer Research Foundation in Sweden reported last month. So this is an official Swedish scientific and cancer research foundation. This was the third such case documented by the researchers. According to their case study published in the Annals of Clinical and Medical Case Reports, fifth generation, that is 5G, wireless technology is being rolled out worldwide Despite no previous research on possible negative effects on human health and the environment. So, they're going to cook everyone and everything, folks. That's the plan. As a result, exposure to pulse modulated microwave radiation has increased dramatically on a worldwide basis, especially in densely populated areas. Microwave radiation is frequencies in the range of 300 megahertz to 300 gigahertz within the radio frequency spectrum. In city environments, frequencies used for 5G are currently in the 3.5 gigahertz band. So that's uh, that's way above 300 megahertz, but way below 300 gigahertz. Studies on possible health effects from exposure to 5G frequencies were all but non-existent until recently in a study published in October 2022, animals were exposed to the 5G frequency of 3.5 gigahertz for two hours a day, five days a week for one month. The exposure caused oxidative stress and an increase of degenerated neurons in the hippocampus region of the brain. You're getting brain fog people from being on your cell phone constantly. In addition to decreased IRISIN levels, I'm not familiar with IRISIN, I-R-I-S-I-N, IRISIN levels, a hormone positively correlated with weight loss and healthy cognitive function. (laughs) Okay? So, if you're trying to lose weight, forget about it. If you want better cognitive function, forget about it. It's not happening with 5G. In the case study, the woman quickly developed a large array of debilitating symptoms after the installation. These symptoms included headache, dizziness and balance problems, cognitive dysfunction, including memory loss, confusion, and loss of focus, extreme fatigue, anxiety, cough, nose bleeding, and disorders of urinary function and the skin, including spontaneous bruising and skin eruptions. Okay, so every symptom under the sun can be caused by 5G overexposure. The 5G antenna was installed on the roof of a three-floor adjacent building and projected toward her apartment on the second floor. There was previously a 4G base station antenna at the same spot, but it was only after it was replaced by the 5G antenna that the woman quickly developed severe symptoms of microwave syndrome. The 4G antenna was removed shortly after the 5G deployment. Okay, so there's no more 4G antenna. Now there's only the 5G antenna. So if you're living near a 4G facility or tower, be aware that the 5G may replace it soon. The woman reported that when she relocated to another apartment not near a 5G base station, her symptoms all quickly resolved only to return within 24 hours of returning to her own apartment. The woman's dog also showed signs of ill health after the 5G installation. Reportedly, the dog contracted diarrhea. Oh, no, (laughs) that's not good. That's not good for your apartment. Diarrhea. Uh, after, uh, After the 5G antenna was installed. This disappeared during the retreat to the other apartment with no 5G, but returned when they moved back to her own apartment. Okay, so that's science, folks. You make an observation. If you if you see that, the that's a repeatable observation. That's what science is based on. But they're not allowing science to be conducted on 5G. Also, the dog was reluctant to reenter the apartment after being taken out for a walk. See, their dogs that are smarter than people. The researchers point out that 5G emits high rep- repetitive pulses of microwave radiation, which smart meters do as well, with radiation spikes that are ex- exponentially greater than those of previous generations, including 4G. Are you getting concerned yet? you a folk nation. Are you getting concerned yet? High radiation was also found in the bathroom, highest in the bathroom, or in the bathtub, which was closest to the window. Considerably lower RF radiation was measured in the bedroom, which wasn't directly in line with, of the transmission from the base station. So, and you may just want to invest in a Faraday cage, you know, one of those uh, sheets that that look like a mosquito net and cover your body with that while you sleep. Despite maxing out the commercial meter, Safe and Sound Pro 2, used by the researchers, the level of exposure was non-thermal, and well below the guidelines recommended by the International Commission on Non-Ionizing Radiation Protection. But of course, their lowest uh, figures are way too high, right? They're their safety figures are way too high. You, you shouldn't be going that high. As a matter of fact, when I bought my own radiation detector, the, it, it, it turned, it went into the red well, well below the radiation amount considered safe by the industry. So what they consider safe and what actually is safe are two different things. The history of exposure disorders now this is reminding me of you know the shows that we did on the uh, invisible rainbow and how electro uh, electromagnetic devices once they become popular like this uh, electricity in your house radar sonar etc once these new technologies are introduced excuse me into the society people start suffering from them And suffering horribly. Even the telegraph. Telegraph operators. In the early days. This was I think rolled out during the Civil War. Or just before. Experienced all kinds of flu-like symptoms. That nobody could explain. RF sickness or illness resulting from microwave exposure. Was first reported in the 1960s and 70s. In East European countries. People most commonly suffered symptoms relating to neural, cardiovascular, and endocrine system redu- disruption. International investigations of exposed workers, including U.S. military personnel, showed that microwave exposure at non thermal levels caused symptoms such as fatigue, dizziness, headache, sleep disorders, anxiety, and problems with attention and memory. So, folks, This is not good. A review of multiple human and animal studies also concluded that a surprisingly wide variety of neurological and physiological reactions are to be expected because of exposure to non-thermal levels of RF microwave radiation. It's still microwave and it's probably still cooking you. It's just you you don't smell the meat. (laughs) You don't smell the barbecue. You're not getting the barbecue signal, but it's still cooking you, folks. Problems with current RF safety standards. There are significant problems with how health effects from RF radiation are weighed, according to James Lynn, L-I-N, a professor emeritus in the Department of Electrical and Computer Engineering at the University of Illinois in Chicago. In an article published in Environmental Research in April, Lynn details how safety limits for exposure to RF radiation applied by most countries around the world are still based on acute heat or thermal effects that appear within a short time from exposure, thus failing to assess other effects of long-term exposure. Okay, so they're only concerned about the thermal effects. All right, so it's low enough radiation that it's not obviously cooking you but it's still killing you slowly, killing me slowly with their rays. The guidelines for reference values based on heating are set by the ICNIRP, a self-appointed private organization based in Germany. The ICNIRP has positioned itself with the industry' support to be the dominant international authority in evaluating scientific evidence of negative health effects from RF radiation. And even if they're German, <laughs> I wouldn't trust them, right? But nevertheless, they are issuing solid warnings here, which is good. Their guidelines are based on evaluations that have rejected all scientific evidence on non-thermal effects. Oh, that's not good. Despite growing evidence of a range of harmful effects well below the icn levels. So they're only concerned with Re, uh, thermal effects, whether whether it's actually cooking you, obviously cooking you. That unscientific evaluation is in the interest of industry, thereby facilitating the deployment of 5G and the wireless society, the researchers at ECRF wrote. In his recent environment research article, Lynn, a former longtime member of the ICNRRP, concluded, quote, There are substantial abnormalities in these putative health safety protection guidelines and standards. Some of the safety limits are irrelevant, debatable, and absent of scientific justification from the standpoint of safety and public health protection. In 2019, 258 electromagnetic field scientists from 58 countries appealed to the United Nations to impose a moratorium on the rollout of 5G. Until health effects could be properly assessed. Okay. Uh, who has ever heard of this appeal in 2019? Was this just, be, just before event 201? Okay. <laughs> Where they rolled out the, the jab. Okay. 58 countries, scientists from 58 countries authored an appeal and apparently signed it. In the appeal, the scientists said, quote, Wireless communication technologies are rapidly becoming an integral part of every economic sector, but there is a rapidly growing body of scientific evidence of harm to people, plants, animals, and microbes caused by exposure to these technologies. Yes, it's going to make you sick. It is our opinion that adverse health consequences of chronic and involuntary exposure of people To non ionizing EMF sources, and all that means is you're not obviously cooking anybody. EMF sources are being ignored by national and international health organizations despite our repeated inquiries, as well as inquiries made by many other concerned scientists, medical doctors, and advocates, such as Dr. Buttar. This constitutes a clear violation of human rights as defined by the United Nations. Well, the United Nations. Being unregulated and having no interest in the health of people, but only in promoting their world government, is certainly not going to do anything, and it's created by the Rothschilds. So, folks, don't expect anything good to come from the United Nations and any of these corporate entities. They're all evil, especially if they're controlled by the Rothschilds, which most of them are, like Black Rock uh, and... uh uh, i 'm trying to think of some of the other corporations there's so many of these corporations that are now operating that you you can't you can't tell one corporation from the other and then also although so the so called the so called non governmental organizations are nothing but corporations designed to promote world government <laughs> that 's all they are. So you're not going to get any health uh, benefits from these corporations, NGOs, governments, etc. That is the reality of the situation we're in, and we have to start organizing. Now, uh, uh, remembering um, uh, the author of The Invisible Rainbow, uh, Arthur Furstenberg, I believe was his name, is his name, he has started such an organization. So I would imagine that there is a a website. Let me uh, see if I can find Dr. Furstenberg's website, Invisible Rainbow website. Since I have concluded both articles, Chelsea Green Publishing, this is where you can order the book. The Invisible Rainbow, and if you haven't uh bought the book yet, I, I highly encourage you to do so. All right, and it is available, <laughs> invisible radar, uh, rainbow, yeah, invisible radar. Radar is invisible too. And uh, before I left Illinois, there was a bat flying around in my apartment because uh, I was working up in the crawl space, and I forgot to put the cover back on the crawl space. And uh, a bat evidently flew down into my apartment and was uh, flying around, buzzing around my head, waking me up. And so I finally just had to open the uh, door to the front porch and it it flew out right away. They have sonar. Bats operate by sonar. You can imagine uh, how the 5G towers are going to affect these bats. They might be starving to death and not eliminating all the bugs. You know, bats eat all these bugs. That's uh, that's what bats are good for, okay? So, in fact, uh, this has happened once before, and apparently the bat got tired of flying around, and all of a sudden I look above my living room door, there's a bat hanging upside down from the top of my living room doorway. <laughs> Uh, oh no how do I get rid of this well you know so I did the same thing I opened the uh, porch door and eventually flew out okay so covid 19 reader and this is the invisible rainbow flu is not contagious which is the truth flu is not contagious flu is caused by poison electromagnetic smog electro smog and all kinds of impurities in your blood. That's what flu is caused by. And that's one of the major points in the book, The Invisible Rainbow. So what once you avail yourself of the this idea that you know we need to be paying attention to our symptoms that are not caused by so called flu, they are caused by toxicity. It's all toxicity folks. And don't let any medico or nurse tell you any differently, okay? So let's get into this. This is an excellent website here, and uh, which doesn't want to open up. Here we go. Invisible Rainbow, The Flu Is Not Contagious, October 6, 2020. The Invisible Rainbow by Arthur Furstenberg makes the case that there is a strong connection between electricity and health, and that we first began to experience the negative health impact of electricity shortly after the world began to embrace the electric lights, and even then, before then, the telegraph. I think the telegraph became, came before the electric light. The book makes the case that the flu outbreak of 1889 was related to the build-out of power lines for electric lighting. In 1918, the radio era began. Now, I'm sure telephone lines were adding to that as well. In 1918, the radio era began, ushering in what was labeled the Spanish influenza. In 1957, the radar era began, ushering in the Asian flu pandemic. And in 1968, the satellite era began, ushering in the Hong Kong flu epidemic. Of course, these are all called flu when in fact they were your body reacting to increased electricity in the atmosphere, in your environment. At first thought, the idea that electricity, radio, radar, and satellite technology caused these pandemics seems a stretch. After all, why didn't the pandemic continue during the following years? The possible answer is that the weakest died off quickly, and in subsequent years, the health impact of the, of the technology became harder to distinguish from many other possible causes. In addition, I know for a fact that when radar was first introduced by the military, it was extremely powerful. And later the technology got to the point where they didn't need to have such powerful radar to sense things at a distance. And and we know that sonar affects uh you know, whales. And other you know, sea creatures horribly beaching themselves because they lose their sense of direction. Okay, so that uh, indeed we are electric beings. We are all electric beings. Electric electricity or electromagnetism, better, is the force that runs the universe. It's not. It's not nuclear force. It's not nuclear energy. It's electromagnetism. Okay, so I think the fact that uh, once these technologies are rolled out, they realize they don't have to be as powerful as they first were. They can scale back on the radiation and still work just as efficiently and even better than it did before. So I think that's another explanation for why the, uh, the pandemic didn't continue forever. Interestingly, the author points out that beginning in 1918, Virologists have tried to prove that the flu is transmitted from person to person by normal contact, but all such experiments have failed. In one experiment, a medical team from the United States Public Health Service tried to infect 100 healthy volunteers. Quote, We collected the material mucus secretions of the mouth and nose and throat and bronchi from cases of the disease and transferred this to our volunteers. Man, who would want to volunteer for something like that? We always obtained this material in the same way. The patient with fever in bed had a large, shallow, tray-like arrangement before him or her, and we washed out one nostril with some sterile saline solution, using perhaps 5cc, which is allowed to run into the tray, and that nostril is blown vigorously into the tray. This is repeated with the other nostril. The patient then gargles with some of the solution. Next, we obtained some bronchial mucus through coughing, and then we swab the mucus surface of each nares, I think nostril, I think is what they're trying to say, and also the mucus surface of the throat. Each volunteer received six cc's of the mixed stuff that I described. They received it into each nostril, received it in the throat, and on the eye. Wow! Risking blindness? And when you think that six cc's in all was used, you will understand that some of it was swallowed. None of them took sick! Let me repeat. None of them took sick. Other experiments recounted in the book involve taking blood from sick patients and injecting healthy patients with the blood. But again, no one got sick. And other experiments have been done in modern times trying to determine whether uh, flu is contagious through the air or whether any disease is contagious through the air. And these experiments also fail to show that disease is transmitted through the air. As I have said many times previously, these diseases, if they are contagious, are transmitted from person-to-person contact. That's how they are transmitted. Other posts on this blog have looked into scientists who have challenged germ theory's fossil explanation of disease. These posts have shown that the measles virus does not exist. (laughs) Surprise, surprise. According to the German High Court, the measles virus does not exist, and we certainly know that Viruses are not disease producing organ. They're not, certainly not living entities that can attack a healthy cell. However, viruses can act as toxins and make you sick because of their toxicity. That the AIDS has no single cause. Well, it was the drug that Dr. Fauci was giving them, right? That's what caused AIDS. And, uh, uh, oh, I, I forget the drug that he was using to treat people, and virtually all of them died. Virtually every person treated by Fauci died, okay? And HIV is not one of them, (laughs) okay? (laughs) That many diseases assumed to have been wiped out because of vaccines were already disappearing before vaccines were introduced, because of hygiene, increased hygiene, and because also of the ban on DDT, which was the true cause of polio, and possibly also pure hygiene in the water, in the rapidly increasing polluted waters of America, such as Lake Michigan, that the profit motive often interferes with good science, and that is correct. With this new point of reference, that even the flu's contagious nature has not been proven, One can only marvel at the great irony that the entire coronavirus pandemic is foisted upon the public in the name of this fake science. Further reading, I won't bother to go there because we're just about out of time. Anyway, these are the links provided. The Invisible Rainbow, A History of Electricity and Life. That's the book. The AIDS and COVID Connections, German Court. No proof that measles virus exists, and quote. Sanitation, nutrition versus vaccines, etc. Okay? So, folks, we are living in, in censored times. Anybody who wants to talk about real science gets censored. Anybody who wants to talk about true religion, namely the Christian identity movement, gets censored. And they will do their best. They, with triple parentheses on either side of they, want to kill you all. Kill us all. Especially if you're an Israelite. So, they have a plan to exterminate us. And that plan involves using their fake drugs and fake cures. And to get us to volunteer to commit suicide by taking their medicine. Right? So. But I still anticipate that we will have a um, an event, namely the second American Revolution. There will be another Lexington and Concord when the survivors of all this medical tyranny and, and medical destruction begin to realize that they are being assaulted by the medical profession and their government and their politicians, etc., and the mass media that. We're just going to have to take matters into our own hands with the second amendment. That's what's going to have to happen. And I don't doubt that for one minute that that is what will happen. Cause if we don't, they're going to try to round us up and put them, in, put us in these concentration camps with the Noahide laws in effect that any dissenter and anybody who believes in Yahshua, the Messiah will, will be branded as a, uh, a pagan, or whatever the Jews want to call us, that you believe in more than one God, right? That's what the Jews want to claim, that anyone who believes in uh, Jesus Christ as the Son of God is uh, believing in more than one God. Well, anything is possible with Yahweh, so don't, don't even worry about that. So in any case, folks, ample warning, do not trust 5G. Don't even trust the the wireless technology you have now. It's all dangerous. Try to minimize it as much as possible in your life. Thanks for listening. Praise Yahweh. Pass the ammunition. Talk to you all next time. Bye-bye.